clearly off topic. Two friends, one unique conversation. Driven to learn, inspire, create, and understand the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just trying to be good humans and make the world a better place. How hard could it be? Hey guys, welcome back to Clearly Off Topic. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Juliet. And guys, today we're getting organized. We're getting organized. We're talking about clothes. We love all it. of your favorite things. Oh, it's so much fun, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I need to house clean my plants, Juliet. Yeah. My oh, plants. God, Lindsay. Me too. I was walking around today and I, you and I love plants. We love plants. Yes. More than the average person, I would say. Probably, um, probably I, too much. Probably too much. Every single room in my house has a plant in it. Every single room has at least two, actually, at least two plants yeah. in every single yeah. room. Not a lot of people could say that. And, uh, and yeah, I'm looking at six in my office right now. There are six oh my plants. God. <laughs> um, I had friends, obviously, like last week was my birthday. So I had a couple of friends actually give me plants for my birthday, which like love plants. Always get me a plant. That's fine. But I literally was like looking around for like a windowsill or like a table to sit this plant on. And I was like, I think I have to take it to like my actual office because I, I don't, I'm going to have to start hanging shit from the ceilings. Like, I don't know <laughs> where these are going to go. Well, but especially with certain exploding. kinds of plants. Yeah, what were you going to say? I said they're all exploding. Yeah, the certain kinds of plants, the pothos, Juliet. They're just, they're just like rabbits, guys. They just they keep growing, and then you have to cut them. And, and Lindsay and I were talking earlier. It's like if they have a little root, you can't kill it. Like it's trying no. its best. Yeah, you have to like put it in water and let it become a little mini plant, and then you have another plant, and you're like, dang it. This is not especially, the point. No, and then especially pothos, like I'm always, I always will take the cuttings, just put them in water, will be why I try to decide if I'm going to save it or not, but they grow so quickly in water and they don't need soil. So now I just have like dishes of water with freaking plants growing out of them as well. And I'm like, Juliet, it's getting out of hand, but I, I don't know what to do with them. So suggestions. I, welcome. Yeah. Suggestions. Welcome. I literally, okay. So I bought Joel and I like to drink like smoothies and like iced coffee and stuff out of like those giant Mason jars because mm-hmm. we have a consumption problem with caffeine anyway. So I don't have any large mason jars. Like the smoothie I'm drinking out of the mason jar right now is the only one left because all of the pothos that I have like started to propagate and like my monstera that I propagate, I propagate them in giant mason jars. And like I'm I'm out of mason jars. I bought like the huge like 12 pack of like the 24 ounce mason jars. I got one left. So we got to plant some plants soon. <laughs> oh, she, I wonder if we could like, I don't know. Okay, we, you know what we should do? We should have like an Instagram giveaway. If you live in LA, we're going to give you a plant. Yes, a plant like you, grown by Lindsay and Juliet. <laughs> yes, you can have two. It'll be like, it's a non-COVID plant and it'll be, all right, we're going to do that, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're going to have some sort of contact. <laughs> Get our Instagram. It's uh, at Clearly Off Top. And if you're here listening, like, I hope you're following us on Instagram or else, traitor. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to make I'm gonna make some sort of plant giveaway and one lucky person will get a non-COVID plant delivered to their door. Not No contact delivery. No contact delivery. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so definitely Absolutely. check that out. I'll make a little. I'll make a little uh, post about it, and we'll figure out how you guys can enter. Um, but Juliet, before we get into talking to our guest today, mm-hmm. Caitlin, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. you grateful for anything this week? Of course, I am, Lindsay. Um, totally prepared <laughs> for your question. Yeah, what am I grateful for this week? I was kind of just grateful for my attitude this week because it's hard during COVID. It's really hard to have a good attitude, and I was able this week to really look at the bright side of things, which is very difficult for a lot of people and myself. Um, and that was because actually of my plants, which was kind of funny, like seeing the growth that happens with them 
even during COVID, like it reminds you that the world is still going forward. At least for me, it feels like um, that things are at a standstill, like work's at a standstill. Uh, you know, life, you can't go and see your friends, you're missing birthdays, you're missing weddings, it seems like life's at a standstill. But I'm looking at my plants, and they're still growing. And I'm like, you know what, I'm still growing. We all are still growing. I'm grateful. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's hilarious. Because my gratefulness is kind of similar to that. So I am just really grateful for nature this week, because I, unlike Juliet, have had a horrible attitude all week. Like I... <laughs> I was telling Juliet earlier that I like, I can't snap out of whatever this mood is I'm in. Like I get home and like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to like do anything. And like, obviously guys, I'm in a little bit of a different situation. Like my job is outside of Los Angeles and um, I am back to the office every day. So I'm back to traveling in my car three hours a day just to get to and from work. And I feel like this is obviously like my, this is only my third week back and things are just starting to obviously finally kick back in and things are starting to pick up with our company, which is great. But this week I just like, can't catch a break. I can't like, I can't find my attitude adjustment button. Like I have no idea what's going on, but today on my lunch break, I just went outside. I took my hula hoop and I went on a walk. I thought I was going to like walk somewhere and juggle, but it was kind of windy. So I just went on a walk and like, there's one really cool thing about where I work, which is Camarillo and it is beautiful there. Um, there's so much like greenery. There's a bunch of like right behind my building. There's like a lemon grove field and like all these like beautiful trees. And I just kind of like went and walked through all of those trees today. And I was just so thankful because to the same thing you were saying about your plants, like even though we feel like we're in this like huge standstill as like a country, as an economy, as people in Los Angeles in general, like can't go to the beaches, can't go on hikes, can't do any of this stuff. It's beautiful to see that like these trees you know, grow fruit are still growing fruit. And there are still things that are happening the way they're supposed to happen, right? Like the California condor was seen in like Sequoia National Forest for the first time in like, what was it like 20 years or something like that? They're like, so animals are starting to reproduce and like, they're not stressed by like us being there and they're going back to their natural habitats. And it's just, it's really good to, to have that feeling that like life is still going on things are still happening the way they're supposed to, even if it doesn't feel like it's happening in your own life. So I'm just grateful for like nature because going outside and breathing fresh air, even though it was like 90 degrees today was so refreshing. It got me out of the office. Obviously it took me away from what I felt stuck in and just getting outside and being able to like visibly see a tree that can grow fruit or visibly see a rose bush that is still producing beautiful flowers. Like those things, those tiny things are right now are what's keeping me together. Well, it's, you know, and, and I'm glad that we are able to take that collective pause. It really sucks, but I think it, it makes us reevaluate our egos. The world is bigger than us. The issues are bigger yes. than us. And, and hopefully 2020 is a year where we can really grow as people, not just as plants that take over Lindsay and Juliet's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And to oh. go back to the plant thing, like Juliet, like she has like really, really high vaulted ceilings. She's got like a loft up top. It's typically when we're actually allowed to record together that we record <laughs> up in that loft. And there are plants that she's had for years, you guys, and they are growing down this giant like wall and her house now looks like a jungle because they just they've grown down the wall and now they're growing back up the wall and every time oh. I go there I'm like oh you got you got more growth here don't you Julia 
I don't know. They're going to take over one day. I'm going to gonna wake up and they're going to be growing on top of my bed or something weird. It's going to be Jumanji. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. It already feels like Jumanji in the world right now. But yes, Jumanji's also in my house. My air's really clean, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, um, I'm really excited to get into today's episode yes. because even though like you guys can't tell, I'm wearing like the ugliest, oldest tank top. My hair is in a bun. I'm a disaster She's like Jersey today. Shore. She was like Jersey Shore. Lindsay always looks good. She's lying to you, but she does look kind of funny today. Our guest is Caitlin James. She has a background in fashion PR and fashion design. She's got experience working with celebrities in editorial shoots with men and women of all ages. And her journey really led her to become now an expert closet organizer. So she's pretty, pretty cool. And what we all need, especially in quarantine, when I know you all are going through your house, you're going through your cupboards, you're going through your closet, and we're trying to control anything that we can control in this whole time of uncertainty. So if you have a shopping problem like Lindsay and I, and you buy too many clothes, this episode is for you. So she's going to tell us really, really how to feel confident what we wear, how to go shopping in our own closets without spending any money. And then she's got some really cool tips and tricks on exactly what um, to do in order to organize your closet. And then if you really can't do it on your own, she is a closet organizer as a living, so you can just employ her to come and help you post-quarantine. I think she's also do like some Zoom calls. Um, she's fabulous, and I think we should get into it. Okay, but before we get into all of that, I want to talk about Red Bear Roastery. Red Bear Roastery is a micro-roastery out of Los Angeles specializing in small-batch craft coffee beans. Yes, that's a thing. Isn't that crazy? They are basically fueled by caffeine, and they have a huge passion for coffee. They want to provide you with the most wildly fresh coffee beans on the planet, basically. Your coffee never sits on a shelf for weeks on end before you purchase it. It's not, like, manufactured far away and then shipped off to you. It is manufactured as you order. So if you order a bag of the Burundi, he then roasts a bag of the Burundi and just the small batch that you need. We have a really special relationship with Red Bear Roastery, and that is what gets us through all of these hours of podcasting. So if you use the code off topic at checkout at redbearroastery.com, you'll save 20%. So once again, code off topic and get yourself some wildly fresh coffee beans. As promised, Caitlin James, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. We get to organize our closets. We get to talk about clothes. I love this subject, so I'm so excited. I was literally going through my closet today being like, what do I, I just want to throw away everything because I hate it all. And I was like, no, I'm going to wait until I talk to Caitlin and then she's going to tell me what to do. That's literally every single conversation I have with a client that books. They're like, oh, okay, so I should just dump everything before you get over. And I always say, um, definitely don't do that because I'm probably going to save you a ton of money, a ton of time. Um, that's honestly my favorite part of the job is being creative and just reusing what people already have. So definitely don't throw away all your stuff. <laughs> I'm an advocate for never throwing things away. Cause like Caitlin, we were talking, my mom was in fashion for like 25 years and she worked in, she worked for Adidas. If I would have now had those like windbreakers and stuff that she was making in like the eighties and nineties, do you know how much money we could make just like reselling that stuff? And I'm always like, mom, like you should be kicking yourself for not saving some of this stuff. I just borrowed one of my dad's jackets the other night when I had dinner with my parents. And I said to my mom, I said, I think I'm going to steal this jacket. It's his old Stanford jacket. And she goes, you better not. I've had my eye on that. Sit like, so definitely there's all those pieces that I mean, I love memorabilia like that because there's things that you can't buy in stores. So definitely don't be too quick to throw those away. And we should touch on that too. I mean, people always are asking me, where do you store those pieces in your closet that 
you may not need now, but you think maybe in trend later or you want to save for a son or a daughter. So that's a fun topic to always talk about. A lot of people get outfit fatigue, and I think that's really the catalyst to wanting to throw everything away in your wardrobe. How do we avoid outfit fatigue? And then how do we know what pieces to hang on to? And then where do we store them? I will say that, I mean, even for me, I love fashion, but it's so broad and it's honestly so overwhelming. You know, you see on Instagram, I mean, fashion is also huge that saying Instagram versus reality. You know, I go on, for me, I'm looking at Bella Hadid one second and then I'm looking at, you know, uh, which is more like streetwear style and I'm inspired by that. And then I go look at a different celebrity that has more of a sophisticated preppy style. And then I think, oh, I want my fashion to be like that. So I would always hang on to inspiration photos because then you can kind of pick and choose what you want to take from each style. So for Bella Hadid, I might say, oh, wow, I really love those baggy boyfriend jeans. Okay, well, now I can hang on to those baggy boyfriend jeans in my closet, even though I was kind of bored of pairing them with the usual top I was. Okay, now this celebrity is a little bit more preppy and she is wearing tweed blazer. Oh, I love that. Well, now I can combine those two and you're kind of making your own sense of style. You might want to repurpose those pieces more than you thought. But I will say, I mean, I have clients a lot right now, the work industries, especially in LA, they're becoming a lot more casual. I mean, definitely working from home, but it, you know, aside when we hopefully go back to an office one day, those blazers, I mean, I'm wearing a blazer right now with bike shorts. Now that is really trendy, but you know, when I was working in an office previously, I would have worn this blazer to an event or a meeting. And, you know, once I created my business, I would have thought, oh, I don't need to, you know, look as professional anymore. But I'm so glad I hung on to those pieces because then I repurposed them. So I would say anything, I mean, use your phone. Your phone is your tool. Google is your best friend. Find the trends. See if those pieces you can kind of tweak with pieces that you know you're getting bored with and then just store them in the back of your closet you don't have to look at them and then when you rediscover them it's kind of like you're shopping in your own closet how do you know when to let something go so I am ruthless with my clothes to me I use the one in one out method so um, you know I share my closet space and for me I have my designated hangers and I think to myself okay this is what is aesthetically pleasing to me that doesn't stress me out when I walk into my closet so if I'm online or in person, I see something new, I try to think, okay, what in my closet can I replace or sell or consign, donate, whatever. And then I just replace that. So I'm pretty ruthless. If I haven't worn something and I'm like, oh, I'd rather get the money to buy something new, um, especially during quarantine, I've really kind of played around with working on new tools for my clients that sometimes are on a shopping budget. And I'm kind of putting together a basket of clothes that I would be very happy to get money with. And then I use that budget that when I do sell them on a Poshmark or the real real, and that's my new shopping budget for the month. So you can kind of pick and choose. That definitely helps me make that decision. Would I rather wear it to an event or would I rather get the money for something new? That one in one out method is really great. I also, have you ever done like the, you turn all your hangers around so you can actually see what you're actually using. So you like turn the hanger back the other direction when you're done with it. So I did have one client that did that actually. And that's what's kind of cool. Like I love what I do because I'm never strict. I mean, people always tell me like, don't come see my closet. You're going to freak out because they think there's so many rules. And I always tell people, I say the same thing with fashion. Like fashion should never have rules. It's technically a way to express yourself. They would never tell an artist, oh, you can't do that because it's wrong. It makes no sense. Organizing is the same way. If it works for you, then it works for you. There shouldn't be a rule that you're not organizing the right way. 
me personally, that would not work for me because I need something like very visual. I mean, sometimes I'm really rushed in the morning and a hanger, if it's turned the right, the wrong way, I mean, all my hangers are the same type and they're the same color. That would not work for me. But for this client, that was like her go-to. She even used like little, um, like colorful, I, I forgot what it was, if it was a hair tie or something and she swears by it. So it's cool to see that you use that as well. I mean, I try, but I just wear yeah. all of the clothes anyway. So then oh, I never end up getting rid of anything. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing too. If you're wearing it, I mean, then who's to say, I mean, that's the hardest part. I think of what I do is when, when I go to someone's house and you know, they have a smaller closet or even if they have a huge closet and I say, okay, we got to get rid of stuff because my job is to make this, you know, more aesthetically pleasing or less cluttered. And they say, but I wear everything. And that's when I have to tell the client, okay, well, if you're wearing everything, that's fine. We just, I need to let you know that it can't, you know, I'm an organizer, but I'm not a miracle worker sometimes. <laughs> they can't just wave a magic wand. Um, what are, where do you start? So I think people a lot of times get overwhelmed with how, how do I even start? Right. And I'm sure you get that question a lot. Do you have a method of how you start or, or is it just kind of based on the clients? Yeah, I think it's definitely based on what a client wants, but I'll just go through what, you know, typical most of my clients do. I will say the one controversial thing I'll say on this podcast, I'm not a fan of the Marie Kondo techniques. For me, it's just, to me, going into your closet, putting everything on a bed, I would, if I came, let's say back from a water break and I saw that, I would have such anxiety. So I do sections. I really like to um, focus on, you know, categories. So whether that be like, let's look on, let's, focus on females. I'll start with their dresses. That way they can kind of see how many dresses they have. So it kind of is in that same theory that she's going with, but then they kind of start to see like, all right, I'm really not going to those, you know, I'm out of the age group of going to weddings anymore. I don't really need those. You're right. Um, so that's how I'll start. We'll go through their wardrobe. We'll start decluttering, getting rid of pieces they don't need, um, putting them in a consignment pile or a donate pile. But what I really like to do is I make a missing list of what your wardrobe needs. That way, if you do like to shop, you would have that grocery list. Going through your closet, I know you have way too many jean shorts. You're not allowed to buy one more pair of jean shorts. So you have that list with you at all times, you know? Um, then once I put everything back, that's when I talk to the client, what's going to be realistic way, what's going to be a realistic way for you to organize? Um, so big, I'm a big advocate for not rolling your clothes. I I just know even me personally, I'm pretty neat and I would never spend the time rolling all my clothes after folding laundry after a long day. For me also, you can't really see if you have a ton of white shirts rolled. How are you supposed to see if one has a logo? But I would say like a majority for my clients, I would say if you can hang your clothes, that's the best. So after organizing, then I'll come back with supplies if the client needs that. But I really do like to educate my client during a closet clean out and showing them okay, you can wear these boyfriend jeans with those blaze, with that blazer. You can wear this pair of sneaker with this dress. And that way, they're kind of understanding how they can repurpose their wardrobe. And that's why I was saying in the beginning, I mean, so many people are shocked. They always say, wow, your service is a lot cheaper than shopping. And that's like music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lindsay, Lindsay, before we go any further, what is the item that you cannot buy? What's your can't you have too many you cannot buy? Uh, leggings, leggings, specifically black ones. It doesn't matter what kind of details are on them. I have, I'm not kidding you. I actually was organizing like my athletic drawers the other day and I counted, I have 14 pairs of black leggings. Like it's, it's a little, and like athletic leggings, not like the cheap cottony ones that you just like throw on when you're walking around your house. No, like high-waisted compression, like so many different kinds. And I'm like, 
currently not going to the gym. I'm not doing aerial. So it's not like <laughs> I'm actually using any of these. And I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. So every time I like see a pair of leggings, I'm just like, Ooh, I'm like, no, no, no more. No more. <laughs> I have some leggings for you actually. Um, no, oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm muting you. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> you said leggings that I hadn't even thought about that. I, I, for me, it's dresses. I absolutely love dresses. I like formal dresses. I like sundresses, like any kind of dresses. I'm not going to count because there's too many, but then you said <laughs> leggings and I was like, Oh, she's, I yeah. have two <laughs> things I'm not allowed to buy. <laughs> All right. So maybe actually Caitlin, maybe you can uh, settle this, this little thing we have. So Juliet likes to put like four different dresses on one hanger. How do you Ooh. feel about that? I have too many dresses. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, I do have clients that do that. It would have to be the size of her closet. I like if that was going to be the deal breaker of all. Like if I got to her closet and that was going to be the deal breaker of all the closets or all the hangers being smushed together, where you can't stick through them, or you know, having a couple on the same hanger, I would be like, all right. And maybe that's when like my OCD kicks in. I'm like, all right, just just let the client do what they got to do. You know, I'm not going to advocate for that, but I mean. It also like if you know your wardrobe and you're looking at a hanger and you're like, okay, I know my three silk midi dresses are on the same hanger. That would actually be, that would be my advice. If you have, I mean, like a silk dress, just, you know, those plain silk dresses that are, you know, a lot of people are wearing right now during the summer, maybe put all the same type of dress onto one hanger. You definitely could do that. Um, I have seen on Amazon, I mean, people will send me these hangers that have, you know, the little the little side hooks are kind of going down and they're all that way. I mean, my whole thing is that I want to make your closet look like a boutique. So to me, that feels more cluttered. You know, my biggest thing is you should be able to be at the mall and think, okay, I know my closet so well and it's so organized that I can already know. I don't need to text someone, you know, my roommate at home. Can you check if I already have 10 black leggings? They should already know. <laughs> so that's my that's my advice to that. I again, it's like one of those things. I'm just going to turn a blind eye if we have to. But I would of course <laughs> advise against it. Haha. Okay. I told you. So okay. Well, I kind of already do. For all of you listeners who are now concerned about my closet, they are organized <laughs> by type of dress, specifically event type. So like all my formal yes. wears together, um, like all my day day sundresses, whatever. You guys don't care. So moving on. <laughs> no one needs to know about my closet. So if you're sharing a closet with a significant other, what are your tips for that? Okay, so I actually just wrote a blog post on this. And to me, I think that the best way, this is what I always find with um, the significant other problem is the dry cleaning bags. Mm -hmm. That right there will already make you feel better. So if you just keep, a, you know, felt hangers on the side and you can easily make that swap of taking off the dry cleaning bags, um, taking those wire hangers, putting them off to the side, you can recycle those just by making that swap. It's easy, you know, then it'll, it'll even look less cluttered, even if everything is still in a mishmash. Um, shoe boxes are also a great way because they can literally be thrown in a box. And there are these acrylic stackable ones that are at the container store. And you could literally, I mean, throw them in the box. They're like foolproof. And once you put them up, they actually look like extremely luxurious. Um, shoe shelves too as long as you have shoe shelves i mean throwing those again that's a really easy way um keeping a hamper stored nearby is always good because hey if it's on the floor then it just goes into the hamper you can just assume it's dirty and it's out of sight so that's a good tip i mean of course it's so dependent on the client but i mean those are like my top three i love those 
I was going to say my closet, you would, you would, um, you would have a moment with it because <laughs> me and Joel, like my husband, we share like a very small closet. Our house was built in like the thirties or forties, I swear, because like literally like the felt hangers that you're talking about, I have those. I can't shut part of my closet because the felt yeah. hangers are like bigger than the actual closet is. So like in my closet, like there's like the right side, which is like my tank tops, t-shirts and like hung shirts. And then there's like Joel's section in the middle. And like, this is all color coordinated. His is a disaster. And like all of my like jumpsuits and dresses are like on the other side of the closet. So like he's in the middle here. And so do you have any like, cause I, I obviously have this like very tiny closet, right? I actually like take things out of my regular closet that are not in like in season. So like I have all my big jackets sitting in my office closet right now because they obviously don't need to be out. We were talking a little earlier about storing things that you may not use. So what are your favorite ways to store like out of season items? Cause like in Los Angeles, we don't really have a lot of those, but right. other places do tips, tricks, anything. I would, if, I mean, yeah, if you have a coat closet, definitely utilize that. I mean, I have like just as you're saying, my heavier coats, um, things that, I mean, I live in LA, I don't even know. I mean, I wear a North Face at 60 degrees, but like I, the other day I was thinking like, okay, I really don't need this. Should I, you know, sell it? And I'm thinking, no, because then you're traveling, you know, not anytime soon, keep it in a coat closet. That's where you can keep your Uggs. I mean, I have people that love to ski and we will specifically create like a bin, um, you know, that we can store on top of your closet, utilize under the bed, um, and that way, like I said, if you keep everything together and even if it's like all your ski stuff, um, festival wear is a huge one. Um, also swimsuits, you know, that's something that really like, unless you're going to the beach all the time, which I know in California, some people do, but like for me, I don't really use my swimsuit so often. So that goes on top, you know, you don't have to necessarily have a designated closet space. Like you can create, um, like dresser drawers maybe in your, I mean, Again, it wouldn't be ideal, but if you're thinking of a really small space, even in like your living room, you know, and that could be like kind of your seasonal festival wear that's right there, but just have everything, have a designated space. You want to just at least make sure that things don't, you know, half your winter wear is in your main closet and then half is in your coat closet. So sometimes you do have to get creative, but I have to, because, um, sorry, I have to say this because I did have a client that had the, the where the felt hangers don't fit baby hangers are the oh, way to go. Okay. Yeah. And All I know right. that might, that might not work for men, but for you, like your tank tops. And that's a huge tip. I mean, there's so many things I'll use from Amazon container store, some of my own supplies that they're actually, they'll say it's a sunglass organizer and I'm using it for bow ties. So don't yeah. let the name fool you. You know, no one's going to say, Oh, I think this is a sunglass hanger, not a bow tie container, you know, like who cares? So baby hangers there, they work. That's an awesome that's tip. Good. That's a really good tip. Yeah. So besides, you know, having your closet very organized that you know, everything that you have, are there other tips about refreshing your memory when you're out shopping so that you don't buy things that you don't need? This will be a time consuming task, but so rewarding. Start while you're cleaning out your closet. Just as I said, try to create outfits while you're doing it, because not only will it show how much you're actually going to use something, but you can also photograph those outfits. Like Even if you're not putting them on, just take a picture and then you even get inspiration. Like I'll create lookbooks for my clients. And then while they're sitting in their bed, they can pick their outfit. But also again, while they're at the mall, while they're online shopping, they can literally scroll and see, okay, you know, I do have that dress in 
20 different styles. I really don't need another one. That's a really great way. It just, again, you can start to see the pieces on you. And I feel like you just really start to educate yourself on what silhouettes look good. There's so many times where you want to buy something because it's trendy, but honestly, it doesn't work for your body type. And then you don't even feel confident in it. And then it's a, it's a waste. You don't need to buy something because it's quote unquote trendy. Those outfit and I mean, there's so many times where you take a picture in a piece of clothing and you realize I look terrible in that. And then now you have that memory and you can say, okay, I didn't like that silhouette on my body. I can never buy it again. Yeah. Like for me, it's biker shorts. Biker shorts look ridiculous on me and I want them. I've bought so many pairs and I have to stop because they just, I have short legs. It's okay. Not going to be my style. The other things that I wanted to mention are, okay, so we talked about like when to retire clothes. What about like when you're out? Okay, so like that same photograph thing that you were just talking about. I love doing that when I have like, I'll buy like a skirt and I won't buy a top with it at the same time. So I won't buy it as like an actual outfit. But I actually do do that. I will take a picture. I actually have a picture of this free people skirt in my phone right now that I'm like waiting until I find the right color shirt to go with it. Cause it's like this very strange pink, coral, yellow print situation and it's like cream so you can't wear a white shirt with it so I like doing that especially when I'm searching for something to match something specifically so that next time you are out at a store you can actually you know refer back to what that actual color is so I like that you said to take pictures of outfits though because I need to do that I just throw on (laughs) the same thing every day a tank right. top and jeans, and that's it. It forces you. It literally forces you. It's like almost like an alarm clock for your memory to be like, you are not wearing the same outfit to work again. Like, <laughs> think some, and it'll make you more excited to go to work too. If like, if you knew that, even if you have that early morning meeting, but you're excited to wear something new, you're gonna be more excited. It's just it how it's how it works. Even the people that say, oh, I don't care if someone compliments me on my outfit. I don't care about your self-image like you cannot doubt that you feel good when someone says wow you look really nice today like I I would love to hear one person that says that doesn't make them feel good (laughs) you're just feeling yourself like you can't help it you look good I mean I don't even care if I'm if I'm just looking good at home you feel yourself and you're like yeah I'm doing great and then your whole day is better I'm curious what are some of the top like recurring issues you see with closets like what are these main things that we're doing wrong here I think that I think that the hangers are a huge one. And also it's my favorite tip because it's the least expensive. I mean, you can go on Amazon and buy a bulk of the black felt hangers, whatever color you like for, you know, you could get a pack of a hundred for, you know, 30 bucks. So when I go in and I do that, especially a client that's on a budget that says, I only want to spend like under a hundred dollars to organize my closet. If you just take your your hangers and just make them all unison. Like they, it'll look so much better. You don't even have to categorize anything. Then I would say color coding and, or I would actually say categorizing your clothes because that not only helps to organize, but again, it helps you to make um, decisions faster. So instead of getting overwhelmed and you know, you have that, let's say free people skirt in your hand and you think, Oh God, I need a short sleeve shirt, but I, you know, and I read, but I don't know where that is. Well, now everything's in a category. You only have, you know, a foot to look or, you know, how, however big your closet is, you only have a certain space. So categories are super, super, super helpful. Um, another one of my, this is one of my new like favorite gems is, um, our shoe stackers. And I think a lot of people always think like, Oh, okay. I need these huge shoe shells. I have way too many shoes, but stack your shoes. I mean, there it's called shoe slots with a Z. 
And I have an Amazon page too. If you just go on my website and shop it, it'll be right there. And there are these shoe slots and you can stack your shoes and that will condense your closet a hundred percent. You could even have like, even my clients that have these huge shoe walls. There's no reason that your dirty sneakers need to be taking up, you know, a whole shelf, you know, all your Javianas, all your beach shoes, um, you know, your gym shoes, they can all be stacked. So condense even when you think that you have a huge space. That's a great, like that's that. a great, great tip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How do you feel about, cause we're talking a lot about closets and hanging things. Um, what are your thoughts on dressers and is there a technique or anything about dressers that we should be taking into consideration? Yeah. So, um, my, my closet, honestly, I have half my stuff is hanging. It's half my stuff is folded. Like I said, I mean, if you have the luxury of hanging your clothes, hang them, it's just, it's, it's easy. I mean, if you see it, you're more likely to wear it. Um, but mm-hmm. with that said, I mean, going back to not rolling your clothes, I just do the typical, you know, fold that you see at most retail stores, because it's just like what I'm saying, you should be able to quickly like flip through your shirts as if it's a book or flip through your jeans, you know, and you should be able to see like, okay, there's that logo. I don't want that. I just need a plain white shirt. So just don't overthink it. If it works for you, it's working, you know, and, you know, I would hope that, you know, especially with jeans being folded, I would hope that the client really knows their wardrobe if they have that many pairs of jeans, where if they're looking at their jeans folded, they'll know what kind of jeans they are without having to take them out. So that's why it's so important. You know, if you wear all your, all your clothes, you're most likely still going to know what's in there. But, um, you know, I would, I would just, traditionally fold it. <laughs> my closet needs a revamp. Um, <laughs> actually just needs to be bigger is what I've realized. Um, <laughs> but so, so felt hangers are a really big one. I love those. Um, I love the shoe stackers. I'm going to have to check those out. So yes, Juliet, I got to check out the ones it. that I will. I got to check out the ones that are on your blog because I ordered some and they didn't quite work because my shoe racks are slanted slightly. So mm, the shoe stacking okay. didn't really work for that, but that's an, that's another issue. I, before we run out of time, so we only have a couple minutes left. Um, what are some wardrobe staples that people should have that maybe they don't have? Like what are some key fashion elements that people should incorporate? Right. Are we focusing on women or men or should we touch on briefly both? Let's touch on both. We have time for both. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, honestly, let's keep it like, there's so many things that I feel are unisex. So blazers, Mm-hmm. Um, I, nine out of 10 times I'm borrowing something on my boyfriend's side of my, you know, board <laughs> or in his closet, you know, I'm petite. I love everything oversized. So utilize that. I mean, definitely util- utilize the opposite sex, if brother, dad, whatever. So a blazer I love, um, right now, just since we're in the summer, I would focus on a light wash pair of jeans. And for men, I would have those jeans hit right above your ankle. And same with trousers. Mm-hmm. I think every guy needs a pair of trousers that hit right above his ankle bone. If you're kind of a fun, quirky type of guy, get some cool socks and pair with a loafer or a tennis shoe. Um, or, you know, keep it just simple with a loafer and a low cut sock. Um, and then for girls, I mean, I personally love like a pointed toe boot. If you're going to wear it with a pant, I always think it makes you look longer. Um, even if you're six feet tall, I promise you a pointed toe, even for the girls that think they have big feet, just try it. Um, you can even use a jean that is a little bit longer. Um, sorry, I'm skipping around here. I'm getting so excited thinking about going out and not wearing sweatpants all day, but with girls too, I love trousers. I think that right now we're, it's, 
I don't know if, I mean, a lot of people talk about it with, you know, just how our society is now, you know, feminist movement, but every, I love the menswear inspired look. So trousers for girls, oversized blazers, bigger jeans, um, you know, and for men, I think everything's kind of getting slimmer that again, going back to the ankle bone, you always want a nude pair of shoes, keep your jewelry really delicate. When in doubt, keep it simple, keep it monochromatic looks always win. When in doubt, put on a monochromatic outfit, you're going to look like your outfit's a million dollars. Yeah, I'm definitely getting very excited thinking about post-quarantine, putting, I'm like in my head, my <laughs> wheels are turning. I love oh it. Gosh. The passion in your voice is so good. Oh, thank yeah. you. The, so the post-quarantine outfits are going to be a thing because this yeah. is basically what I've been wearing the whole time. Yeah. Like tank tops, yeah. t-shirts. <laughs> the passion for your work, Caitlin, comes through so authentically. Yeah. So in, yeah. in the hustle pit, tell us a little bit about why you love fashion so much. Yeah, I mean, I will be very honest. I I mean, I've always loved fashion. I used to change my outfit about 10 times after, you know, <laughs> kindergarten. My mom would literally kill me. Um, I think, my, honestly, this is so cheesy. My dad said my first outfit or word was outfit and he like <laughs> almost had a heart attack. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so... I just have always loved it because it's always motivated me. I mean, I've literally, this is annoying to say, but I have to be the person that I have to like my outfit to go to the gym. I have to like my outfit to, you know, watch TV after dinner, after I've showered. So it literally makes me feel better. I, oh, that's why I care so much about my self image. It has nothing to do about being insecure and don't let anyone give you crap for being caring too much about your body and your image because it literally can motivate you more than you know. And I, the reason why like, I started my business is because I wanted to go into styling and I thought it would be good to get some sales experience. And I just do not have the personality to sell to people. And I kept basically telling people, you know, you don't need that. You don't need that. Like, you, I can get you the cheaper version. And I was selling this like such expensive things and people were complimenting my target finds. And I'm like, do I lie and say that you know, I got this at a more expensive place to get the sale. So that's why I really harp on reutilizing your wardrobe. And, you know, fashion is for any budget. Like I said, it's an art form. It's not supposed to be for only celebrities and celebrity experiences can be developed for the everyday person. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. Like it's very rewarding. It's not that I have like a, you know, I'm obsessed with organization. I just, I really love to make a difference in people's lives and to know that they're less stressed every day is, I mean, that's, really, really rewarding. Uh, I love that so much. So Caitlin, where can people find you? Yes. So um, my website is just CaitlinJames.com, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-J-A-Y-M-E-S to keep it complicated. Um, and then my Instagram handle is Caitlin underscore James. So I have people DM me there. You can submit a Squarespace form on there. Consultations are complimentary. So you're never bugging me. Text, call me, anything. Yeah, my blog is on there. I got some Instagram TV, YouTube videos on there. I, I do it all.